All right. Welcome to uh, a sub episode for the uh, Patreon folks. Uh, this eventually will be a uh, regular episode, but we're uh, we're after dark. Uh, this is Dave's after dark, and we are talking about um, some Super League shit. Uh, Dan, how much do you hate the fact that Arsenal is part of the Super League right now? I I really really fucking hate it. I hate this to hell because like one Arsenal doesn't deserve to be here. So this is the epitome of like, Oh, like you're a legacy club, have some pity money. And like, you're going to do what we say. So like I could smell, as soon as this started to get announced, I could smell the sulfur and cheap cologne. And I was like, Stan Kroenke, you professional motherfucker. You're (laughs) so deeply involved in this. It stinks of you from across the fucking ocean. That guy is the fucking worst. Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, Paul Singer from, from uh, uh, AC Milan is the worst, but Uh, I don't know. Stan Kroenke. Has a has a legitimate shot at being the fucking worst. Um, and I think Dan might know that. Uh, Colorado Rapids fans would know that for sure because <laughs> they've never seen Stan Kroenke ever, ever in their uh, entire existence as Colorado Colorado Rapids fans. So, but Dan, but uh, MJ, please explain to me also why this is the worst fucking idea ever. You're taking away a merit-based system for teams in different leagues to play each other. And then they're just going to, it's going to be no relegation for the 15 founding clubs and they can just play each other all the fuck they want. It was special. It was special when there was an extra Clasico and Real Madrid played Barcelona and that lined up. They were in the same group which is pretty rare, but met each other in the quarterfinals or the semifinals. That was special. When Barcelona plays Bayern Munich or Chelsea plays um, a uh, AC Milan, something like that, when that happens in the Champions League, it's rare and it's special. And it's based on merit. You, you got there because how you finished in your league, and then you had to win so many games in the Champions League, either qualifying or group stage, to get to these matchups. Now, that that was special, not talking about Jose Mourinho here, we're talking about special matchups that happen in European soccer. Those things, have it's not special anymore. You're just going to have these big clubs that want to spend a lot of money and get a lot of money playing each other all the fucking time. Fuck that. I mean, so let's uh, let's talk about what it is actually right now. Um, The Super League... Super League, I'm using this in uh, quotations. Uh, 12 teams announced. AC Milan, Arsenal, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Chelsea, Inter Milan, Juventus, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, Real Madrid, and uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, So all of our teams minus MJ's team uh, are very much the uh, teams that are invited to this thing. Um and and the I guess the thing is, these teams will never have to be re- relegated from this league. Um, there's three more uh, 
invitations out to teams uh, like Bayern Munich, PSG, uh, Dortmund, I think RB Leipzig, Porto have been uh, offered uh, invitations to this league of, of teams. Um, and then, uh, yeah, these there's 15 clubs, founding clubs who will never be relegated. There'll be five invited clubs to this uh, league. And yeah, there, there's a lot of things that, that go on with uh, this particular um, this competition. UEFA and FIFA have said, you know, they've said that players who play on these teams will not be able to play in UEFA and uh, FIFA uh, competition. So UEFA being Euro- the Euros and then FIFA being World Cups. So are players willing to, you know, forego their ability to play in a World Cup or a, a Euro Cup? Or your Euro competition. I don't know. That's that's a very question. I don't think that actually will happen. I think this is a that that's a very veiled threat. But you know, whatever. Um, gentlemen, what do you guys have to say about this? On the veiled threat part, initially, FIFA and UEFA were like, "We're not going to let these teams play in their national team competitions." Like. You won't be able to play in the in the FA, you know, and you won't be able to play in the the FA Cup or in the Premier League or La Liga, what have you. And that got backed off. I don't think that's going to fly, um, though. I think that would be cool if that were true, um, just because then Everton would jump to close to the top, not the top, but you know, it would be up there with the Leicesters and the and the West Ham's, but. I don't want that. I, I want these, these teams that I hate and to play them on a regular basis. And I want where the premier league table or the La Liga table, where that ends up to have meaningful uh, ramifications for a UEFA champions league. Yeah. As a, as a fan of a team that is clearly like barely, uh, holding on to a U- UEFA a Europa League spot. How do you feel? I, I just don't get this. Like, I mean, I, I do. I understand I'm where the. I'm sorry, I'm sorry man. I, just, I don't know. I, I was I'm, I'm, I was a dick. I'm sorry. I was a dick. Well, I mean, it's an interesting question, right? Because part of the threat is <laughs> that uh, the clubs that are, are involved in this and who are still involved in this year's UEFA competitions. So Manchester United uh, and Arsenal in the Europa League, Chelsea and Man City, and uh, Real Madrid, sorry, in the Champions League would be removed from competition immediately. So there is a like a very real possibility that Arsenal ends up not finishing this year's Europa League, where they, I'm not going to say they had a good chance of winning, but I think they they square up fairly well against Villarreal and they haven't lost to Man United in I think three seasons so they have a real shot of making the Champions League this year except they may have just shot themselves in the face like because if they get kicked out of this competition that's their only path they're not making top six on points so it's like it's so it's not even just penny wise pound foolish it's just straight up foolish and it has, I mean, one of the remarkable things about it is how comprehensively it has pissed off everyone. 
players hate this. Fans hate this. Supporters groups hate this. Ex-players hate this. I mean, old like Ian Wright put up like a three-minute video on social media today just beside himself, not in anger, but in just shame and sadness. I mean, you're talking about a guy who is a statue outside of Arsenal being – like saying I am embarrassed to be associated with this club. Like the amount of damage done in the last 24 hours is almost incalculable. It, Gary oh, Neville went on a, a five fuck, minute rant. Fuck Gary Neville. Gary Neville's a piece <laughs> of shit. Um, None of us like Manchester United here, but I agreed with a lot oh, of no. points. Seriously, fuck Gary Neville. But I, Sorry, MJ. Do do we think any of this matters? Like, th- does any of like our like if we all like said fuck the teams that we support, fuck uh supporting the 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 Premier League if they if they allow these teams to continue to play in the Premier League, um it it, it does it, it it won't matter. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, I don't think, but. Sorry, MJ, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, well, as uh, a famous philosopher, uh, ACDC, once said, uh, <laughs> money, money, money talks. And sadly, I think the, the rich owners are going to get away from this, uh, are going to get away with this. I, the, the, the spin doctoring, the, it's absolutely atrocious. Florentino Perez, the Real Madrid president and <laughs> chosen as the inaugural chairman of the European Super League, quote, says, we will help football at every level and take it to its rightful place in the world. Football is the only global sport in the world with more than 4 billion fans, and our responsibility as big clubs is to respond to their desires. I don't think they're listening to fans' desires at all. I think all that, like, fucking spin of we're doing this for the fans that's that's horseshit completely it is it is complete and utter yeah. horseshit listen man as, as someone who uh has a uh is a fan of a women's team in the second division of of uh english soccer um they're gonna do a women's league and they're gonna immediately promote my women's league team to the the best division of soccer. I'm fucking in for that shit. So, you know, I don't know. Can't can't complain too much. Bridget McDowell mentioned that the way that they were talking about that we want to start a women's league version of this when the time is right. It has all the vague and non-promise, you know, non-commitment that men's football has always had with women's football. And basically, it's it's inclusive. It's uh, it's basically misogyny designed designed as inclusiveness. You're saying that you want to do this, but you've put no things in place, and you have no details, and you have no commitments from it. You know, so you know if if the European Super League happens with and survives more than two years. Yeah, they might start a women's league and it might be successful, but I, I just, the way they announced it is this tag on sort of like, oh, and we also want to do this. Um, it just reeks of absolute uh, 
trying to score points with women's football fans, and uh, they didn't score any points with me. I certainly don't disagree with anything you just said, MJ, but I do want to point out it isn't as though that they came out with this amazingly well-polished, great package and then also like tacked on this women's piece at the end. The communications plan for this has just been atrocious. It's been awful. Like Florentino Perez gives horrible interviews and they just threw him out front. They're like, oh yeah, this guy will do it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And of course he said like 12 things that are notably false in a half hour interview. Like it's absolutely incredible. So the, the hey, we're going to do a women's game too uh, was was at the same level of shittiness as everything else. So I, it doesn't, there's, there's that piece of this. Uh, but look to, to your point about money talking, I, that's what makes this so, so different and so dangerous. So uh, European super league has been talked about since, do you guys know what the, the first time, like the first like press mention of big clubs doing a super league was? Like, I was going to say ne- 2008. 1969. Oh, I was saying 1998. That was my guess. No, 19, like the late 1960s. This comes up every so often. Like, oh, we're going to break away and we're going to do a thing. And you wave, it's like, you're not, though. Uh, You know, we'll give you a couple concessions. We'll, you know, do this, that, and the other, whatever. Just shut the hell up and go away. The difference this time around is JP Morgan's $4 billion backing. Like, UEFA is no longer the biggest elephant they, they are not the 800 pound gorilla here not when morgan can throw around billions of dollars to make this happen and that's what's so weird about this like it can be demonstrably a horrible decision for football it can be bad for england it can be bad for fifa and uefa and all of these organizations that typically get their way it may even be bad for the clubs but it may also still be profitable and that's really what it feels like is coming to a head here of, you know, are if these clubs are just trying to seek short-term value pumps, perhaps I mean, Liverpool, uh, Fenway Sports Group has talked about selling Liverpool recently. Um, Stan Kroenke is always looking for value. I don't think he's looking to sell Arsenal right now, but if somebody made him a good offer at a peak premium, I could see that happening. Um <laughs> You know, look, at that point, this may be a glorified pump and dump because they don't actually care about these franchises. They clearly don't care about the fans. So imagine you could get an extra billion dollars in purchase value and then wash your hands of the consequences. I mean, that's that's the type of behavior that made these guys so rich in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, that's the. The really disheartening thing about this whole fucking thing, man. Um, listen, we did not even talk about fucking Mourinho uh, fired by Spurs. Oh, uh, as much as I just talked about how bad the comms planning was for the the European Super League, or the it's uh, Jeff Ruder just made this point on Twitter, and I think I'm going to encourage you guys to adopt it. I am uh, the ESL is not the European Super League. Uh, they're calling it soccer. That's the European Soccer League, boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fucking let's go European <laughs> Soccer League. Let's yeah, European Soccer go. League. Um, yeah. Look, as bad as their comms planning was, Spurs didn't miss the trick. 
they figured out that like, look, every football journalist in the world is going to be swept up in this. So we Daily. can fire Jose Mourinho and not get a media circus. Nobody talked about it. Like that's no. kind of, like he's a one man like Jen. press junket, and they Jen. figured out how to make him go away quietly. And I am Jen. Daniel Levy is maybe the best uh, autocrat ever. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> He's on the short list, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Like that dude has like has has uh disposed uh many coaches and he's never really had the like got the ire of any fan base ever. So I don't know. MJ, you're not a you're not a Spurs fan, you're an Everton fan, so um but what are your thoughts on this? Uh I just love that when Mourinho is a manager of a club, and especially when his team wins or loses, but also when his team wins, his press conferences are very, very entertaining. His postgame press conferences, to me, are always, you know, he doesn't always speak his mind and is super transparent, but he has enough of a chip on his shoulder that you can be between the lines of what he says and what he doesn't say. And so the fact that he's going to be, may, you know, maybe take a year off or not have a home and uh, you know, analyst Josie Mourinho is not nearly as fun as manager Josie Mourinho. And so I think it's a loss for the league on a pure entertainment value. I also think it's a loss for the league, but mostly because I think he's a terrible coach for Tottenham and I enjoyed him doing bad things to them. <laughs> I agree. I, I very much enjoyed him doing bad things for, for Tottenham. So, um, but I like MJ makes a good that. point. Jose is a decent pundit, uh, and he'll certainly have options to do that. I'm curious what you guys think his next act is going to be. Oh, the dude, the dude is not is not taking a another. Uh, he's taking a national team job next, right? Right. He has to. That has to be his next job. It's a national team job. Not he cannot. I, I would say a, a a yet another stint at Chelsea, but they're <laughs> doing they're, they're doing well. So I don't see uh, fair Abramovich uh, uh, being as trigger happy in this offseason. They're doing well, and for the first time, Jose is a free agent without a trophy to hang his hat on. Like, say what you will about his stints at Manchester United, his second stint at Chelsea, completely isolating, pissing off players, whatever. He still had a pot, right? Like, he still, you know, I made them successful. I did this. So, yes, I will overstay my welcome. I Players will hate me. And that's when I'll know to leave. Dan. But, I, but I'm a champion when I'm there. And he Dan. couldn't do it with Spurs. Dan. Dan. Italy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could – he – you know, he could definitely get a, get a job in Italy. Italy, Italy. He no, the, the Italy national team job. Yeah, wait, Italy. Park, the, park the bus. I mean, that's yeah. he. He's he would fit very well with an Italian national team identity. And and his departure from Inter was not nearly as acrimonious as it was from every other club coach. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That, so I'm saying, Dan, Italy, 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 the Italy team job. 
Oh man. I think I think we nailed that one, boys. I think we have figured out Jose's <laughs> career path. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, all right. Um, MJ, uh, tell us about uh, the women's women's Champions League. So UEFA Women's Champions League, the the last leg of Olympic Lyonnais versus uh, Paris Saint Germain uh, was postponed. Uh, the first leg was postponed because PSG got COVID. The second leg was postponed because a bunch of Olympic Lyonnais players got COVID. And it finally happened. This Sunday morning, I could not wake up at 7 a.m. to watch it, but it finally happened. And as Dan predicted, not as I predicted, I predicted seven-time UCL uh, champion Olympic Lyonnais would come out victorious. Dan said that PSG might have a chip on their shoulder, be kind of angry and be, be about revenge. And that's what happened. So, uh, you know, Olympic Lyonnais went, went into this up one, nothing with one away goal and they lost two to one at home. And so they lose two to two on an aggregate on away goals. And worst of all, worst, the, probably the best center back in the champions league in, uh, Wendy Renan is uh scored an own goal uh it, it deflected off of her and into the net for basically the losing goal um and the there was still about 15 minutes left to play when that happened but ultimately was tired and psg put on this press and lock um in, in kind of the defensive third that made it really hard for Olympic Lyonnais to play out the back the way they wanted to. Um, so f- find highlights of that. It's tactical. It's, it's entertaining. Um, and what this means are this, the, the semifinals are set. We have uh, PSG versus uh, Barcelona and we have Bayern München versus Chelsea. And so uh, one thing cool that they did this year, rather than doing the semifinals and finals or they've always done the finals on the weekend but instead of doing the quarterfinals and semifinals midweek they are premiering these matches on the weekend so people like you and me don't have to like sneak away from work or pull up a some stream on our second monitor or something like that like 8 a.m sunday april 25th psg plays barca and then at 10 a.m Bayern plays chelsea and the second legs are on sunday May 2nd. So, and right. you can watch these all on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Get it. It's like five bucks a month. Do it. I really dig that uh, this is four separate countries in the yeah. semis. That's cool. Yeah. I know you wanted Arsenal to be there. Um, that didn't happen, Dan. But but yes, I, I do think it's cool that that France, Spain, uh, Germany, and England are, are all represented here. The, the gulf between, you know, the top women's te- teams and the second-tier women's teams is greater in the women's game than it is the men's game. Uh, but that's changing. I mean, the, the more year after year, those gaps start to narrow, which is why I'm even more pissed about this Super League shit. Yeah, uh, this weekend was in England uh, for the Women's FA Cup uh, was definitely an illustration of the haves and have-nots as uh, 
the Arsenal women, who are playing quite well right now, uh, played Gillingham uh, <laughs> and beat them 10 nothing. Uh, and it, by all accounts, was not even that close. Well, meanwhile, Everton uh, went down 1-0 to Durham and ended up eking out a two-win comeback. All right, and we that's the end, of the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! How how did, how did Leicester the Leicester women play against Liverpool? I don't, I don't know, I don't care. Uh, end of the podcast. Uh, this is the end of the uh, the very special um, uh, Patreon podcast for like maybe like you know twenty four hours or whatever. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting us. Uh, please. Uh, keep supporting us wherever you do so all right um we've been the names you know this is the name As you do yours, land here, become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Do the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son.